0: Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet.
1: Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.
0: Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Tricks, the world's number one decking brand. The Red Hot Run continues for Stephen Archer. Going to win the KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship.
1: And he's just getting started. That's the
0: amazing thing. Just his 19th start at the PGA Tour champions. Yeah, it is the amazing thing. He is just getting started. He's just turned 50. He's only been playing with these blokes in this league for around about eight months. It's quite a staggering story. And it's a story I'm sure that our first guest this morning will be enthralled with as well and pleased about because he's Greg Thorpe. He's the Golf New Zealand High Performance Manager. Uh, Greg, good morning to you. Uh, Just fantastic. It just keeps happening.
1: Yeah, it does, and, and it certainly is fantastic. It's, um, it is quite surreal, but of course, uh, as you said, he's an overnight success after 30 years, uh, and I think, uh, you know, great for golf, great to see someone uh, doing what he's doing. It's very inspiring.
0: Greg, you're the Golf New Zealand High Performance Manager. Please tell us what that role means and, and what kind of uh, level of golf you're involved in.
1: Well, the role's got really two parts um we run a talent development program at golf new zealand and uh alongside of that our national teams travel away those teams are predominantly amateur teams um of which Stephen was probably last involved in in 1990 uh, uh during the uh, uh eisenhower trophy um but uh, apart from that we also have our olympic campaign and um you know while while he's uh, been on the radar for that in the last couple olympics he's, he's probably got um other things in mind now. They need a senior Olympics for players like him.
0: Greg, I look at Stephen Elker, we've interviewed him two or three times actually as he's had the odd win from time to time and uh, he just keeps it pretty simple. I mean, his thought process seems pretty simple and he's reached a a space in his game where he's just comfy but you know, as we've pointed out, it's been a hell of a struggle. A struggle which a lot of blokes would have given up on a long time ago. Yeah,
1: potentially. I mean, I think he's Found a space in America where he can still make a living at that at that level that perhaps isn't so um, obvious in the media. I think he's still had a very successful career, um, as you might say, a journeyman professional. But one of the keys to his success has been uh, his ability to stay. But he is, um, as you can see, he's um, there's, there's not a lot of extra parts on him. He's uh, remained very fit and, and, and active, and and he prioritises that. And um, his his time when he's preparing and, and playing, and I think that's um, you know coming to fruition now for him.
0: What is the secret of, apart from that, though? I mean, what do you see in his game? Uh, you know, as as he continues to knock down these pins and and hit it down the middle.
1: Well, I think the step from the um, the golf that's played on the major tours, the, you know, the predominantly four round events, and the, the the courses are getting longer and longer um, each year. Um, you know, I think the last major was played over seven and a half thousand yards. So that step back into um, perhaps the, the senior courses that aren't prepared um, in quite the same way, where they're perhaps closer to six and a half thousand yards. Um, but couple that with, um, you know, he's just taken that step into the into the over fifties golf, and his game was was clearly ready. But he's, he's he's you know, from a performance perspective, he's just not missing a shot. I mean, watching over the weekend. Uh, he was just playing so well, and, and it's just, it just seems to have all culminated for him at the right time.
0: Uh, a lot of people say, "Yeah, it's just um, it's just the old man's league, etc." A lot of people that don't uh, know Fay with with that, but you know, perhaps it's not as quite as competitive as it used to be. That may well be true, but uh, I look at uh, some of these guys that, that play in this league, and, and the reason they continue to play uh, the Champions Tour because they can't leave the game alone, they can't leave the competitive edge alone.
1: Oh, it's certainly very competitive. I mean, you look through those names. They're, they're champions of the past, and uh, he's done so well to to even be in that space. You know, he, he took his opportunity, didn't he, to, to get on that tour, and he has run with it. But, um, gee, the names that he's playing alongside, I mean, he read some of those names on the trophy out. Um, quite phenomenal, really. But, uh, yeah, yeah, almost surreal for him, I imagine.
0: 63. Uh, shot 63 to win it on the final day and just basically blew them uh, out of the water, so I um, mean, it just continues, and that's the other thing that, that uh, I think surprises a lot of people, uh, Greg. At this point, it, it's not just been a two week, three week, one month period of golden form; it has been coming up eight months now.
1: Yeah, and, and not something you see um, that often with golfers. They they, they tend to um, you know make eighty percent of their money in twenty percent of the time. Uh, so that's probably the, the the most interesting thing about his step into the space. Uh, it was one thing to perhaps secure his card because it is so tough now that Champions Tour is, um, you, you know, the, the the number of players coming onto that and the calibre of them. It's, it's hard just to get a start, for it, but for him to step into that space and then maintain that form is, um, is quite phenomenal. And look, I, I'm not even sure he'd be able to put his finger on it other than saying that the ball appears to be going closer to the hole and he, he keeps rolling them in too.
0: He does keep putting very, very well in in terms of of that. And, of course, uh, as I I kind of mentioned in my sermon, these great names that he's playing alongside all of a sudden, who didn't know who who he was, all of a sudden see him as uh, more than just a genuine threat. I mean, he's fast becoming the guy they're going after.
1: Yeah, and that'll be very clear to them now. Um, If if it wasn't already before, uh, yeah, he's... uh, He's on a heck of a streak, but they realise he's more than that. He's a very talented man, and, and um, I can only imagine the belief that's growing in him uh, now that he'll be, uh, he'll be someone to watch for a few years to come now.
0: So Michael Campbell finished 55th. That's a, a little-known uh, fact about that tournament. We're so focused on Elker up the top, but nice to see Michael Campbell back playing uh, some competitive golf.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, We we remember those days when he was very prominent uh, in the media and and his his golf was so exciting to watch. So it would be lovely for for him to be inspired by Stephen. Wouldn't that be a a great story?
0: So, uh, sport needs heroes. I mean, it it needs people to aspire to in this country. And uh, of course, we've got Ryan Fox playing exceedingly well. What did you make of of, uh, Ryan's performance over the weekend?
1: It, it was great. It was great to see Foxy contending again. Um, he's he, he's had a you know he's had a great year for for a man who's had such a, a lot of struggle over the last two years with getting in and out of the country with COVID and having to go through his MYQs and what have you. And and you know he's persevered and I, I think he's benefiting from that now. It's given him a little edge. He um, when he gets over there, he's really focused on his golf. We all know how competitive he is, so it's it's great to see him there. Bit of a shame that last hole for him, but. Um, I suspect he's on a bit of a terror form, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see him pick up one uh, in the next few weeks.
0: So, uh, Greg, let's talk about uh, what uh, specifically the the people that you're involved with as such at this level is. is, Do you feel golf um, with these guys to, to look up to, these guys to aspire to overseas playing so well? Lydia, of course, you've got to throw her into that bracket. Danny Lee still holding his PGA card. Are so many others plying their trade in various tours around the world. Are we in good heart at home in that regard?
1: We are. I think the key to the players at that level playing well is it shows the young guys who haven't yet travelled overseas, haven't yet competed at that level that, um, you know, the reality is it's the old two legs, two arms scenario. Um, we're a bit isolated here in New Zealand but if you see other Kiwis doing well on the international stage, it, it keeps you going through the winter training, it keeps you uh, inspired to, uh, to kick on and of course their time will come. We had our amateur team at the Queen Sirific Cup last week in Singapore, they came second. It had been three years since our women's team had travelled away. So to see them, you know, travel for the first time in three years and then, um, well, they beat Korea only narrowly miss beating Japan, two of the um, leading female teams in the, in the, in the world. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just inspiring for them to see, but also for those older players to go, hey, stay fit, keep working, and, and Stephen Elker's path is not a bad one either.
0: And that reflects too, I, I guess, on the amateur game. I know my golf club around here in uh, Hastings. It, you know, unless you've got your finger on the button, really, it's pretty hard to get it. It's pretty hard to get it to it a, uh, a tee time. Uh, is that reflective around the country?
1: Oh, I, I think yeah, it's a surprise. you know, the um, surprise to people that perhaps haven't booked a tee time in a while. But uh, it has been, you know, the last two or three years with COVID. Uh, golf is booming. The, the participation numbers are, are through the roof, and you've just got to be a little bit more organised here now to to secure your tee times. But um, it's great for golf. Great to see that the um, you know the, the the performing players are inspiring those um, out, people out in the trenches to to pick up their clubs on the weekend and give it a go.
0: And what about really um, the the really young level of golf? You know, I mean, uh, how do we look at uh, the numbers? coming into the game at, uh, you know, I I look at 10-year-olds, early teens?
1: Yeah, we've got our futures program now, our futures approach to to junior golf or or young people playing golf, and um, I think we're in a good space to be prepared for those young people as they're coming into the game. Um, there's a lot of options now for young people in sport and of course e-sport as well so um, we've done a, a very good job at organising ourselves there supporting districts and clubs with their youth golf programs um, so we are seeing a, an uptick in those junior numbers and I think through COVID it's, it's you know families getting out there and um, grandparents getting out there with the kids and we're seeing that through our junior numbers and, and those coming through into programs.
0: Greg on another matter, um, the LIV Tour, the much talked about breakaway league in a part of the Saudi uh, Arabia set up there with Greg Norman at the helm, or hosting it anyway. Um, It it just looks from the outside here, it's just struggling to take on a a bit in terms of its momentum and and the key to that I guess is is the the names, the names to attract people to watch it in the first place. No doubt about the money, um, that's pretty appealing. Uh, How do you see it at this point?
1: It's an interesting time, isn't it? The, the PGA Tour has um, been so strong for so long. Um, to, so to have someone come to that space, certainly interesting. I think, um, you know, in terms of the interest in golf, that's a good sign. People are wanting to invest. Um, the reality is, as you say, it's, it's perhaps um, it ha- hasn't been uh, as smooth as they would have hoped. But let's hope it does smooth out and, and we get some, uh, you know, golf as the winner. Let's, let's hope that it, it, it is positive for golf. But we're going to have to wait and see how it unfolds.
0: Could it split golf? I
1: certainly hope not.
0: It has, it has, the. Uh, it has, I mean, golf is, a, golf on the PGA and golf, uh, you know, on the, on the DP world tour, et cetera, those, those high profile tours, it's about the names. Um, and, and it's also, but it's also about tradition, isn't it? The green jacket. I mean, the, the major championships, those sorts of things, which is, is on the conventional side of it as we look at it. The unconventional side of it, of course, is millions and millions and millions of dollars. How do you how do you differentiate that? I mean when a lot of these guys have got enough money to live comfortably for the rest of their lives but how do they weigh it up?
1: It's a it's it's an interesting question not not one that I have um, a lot of insight on I haven't spoken to any of the players having to make that decision so I'm I'm really not sure.
0: Oh well, okay. Well, well we've got uh, plenty of golf coming up of course for for Stephen Elker we're going into a a really busy month and a half, where they play another three majors: uh, US Senior Open, Bridgestone Senior Players Championship, and of course the Senior Open, um, Ackley uh, and Eagles. Uh, and towards the end of July, uh, this this might carry on for a while. Uh, Greg, to be fair,
1: yeah, I think so. It's it's more than just to run a form. These are you know players that have. Um, uh, you know, they've, they've they've got a lot of belief and, and there's a lot of young players looking up to them now that I think we're going to see um, them growing in, the, in there with lots of amateur players playing internationally uh, this coming uh, Northern Hemisphere summer. So I think, you know, they'll feel really comfortable over there watching the, the professionals doing well.
0: On the, on the home front, what have we got coming up here uh, leading in, and, of course, we've got, uh, we're looking forward to uh, finally after COVID, hopefully, he says, um, with having our own tour, uh, our, our tour events here or our, you know, our own championships?
1: Yeah, it's a big year for us, actually. We've got a, um, a World Amateur Teams Championship uh, slated in France uh, over August, September. And, of course, that's where the Olympics are going to be, where Paris 2024 is. Um, so we're off uh, to, to play the men's and women's um, worlds, the Eisenhower Trophy And as you may well know It's the 30th anniversary since we last won it So um, there might be something in that That's that's an exciting opportunity After 30 years to, to head to Paris um, And our women's team just coming second last week they'll, They've you know, mm. got a lot of confidence in and, and a lot of belief out of that So I know they'll be looking forward to heading to Paris too
0: well, Greg, it's been uh, fantastic catching up with you. Great to hear that golf is in such good heart. Great to, to on the back of uh, the likes of Stephen Alker, of course, Ryan Fox and uh, uh, Lydia Coe and those people applying their trades overseas. Just a wonderful time for golf and uh, it, it's good to know that we're cashing in on it here at home. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.